One from each world. This has never happened before. It's an omen. Perhaps these girls are meant to bring balance back to our world. <laughs> but all that in good time. Right now, it's time to give these girls a birthday gift. Welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am Christy, and I am here with my friend and co-host Brie. Why, hello there. And today we are talking about the Princess Twins of Legendale. This is yeah. a 2000, 2013 movie that is brought to us by MGA Entertainment. Which I don't, I hadn't really heard of MGA before now, I don't think. Th- that's probably because MGA Entertainment is better known uh, for their li- various lines of dolls. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, when I, when I took a peek, because I did do a little bit of research, because I was like, where is this studio? Still don't know. Um, but I didn't find any other sort of, all I could find was their toy lines, not really any kind of animation departments. Yeah, so they did, um, the Bratz doll lines, their more recent one is the, the LOL surprise doll lines, um, and and yeah, that kind of makes the Princess Twins of Legendale- a very weird oddity because I can only imagine that they wanted to maybe build a doll line around these characters. And yet, as yeah. far as I could tell, there was no other merchandise prepared for this film. I have really? never seen it. I've never seen it, at least. It's just all I could find is just the movie. Interesting. Because, like... This was absolutely 110% created as a as a vehicle for for come by our toys because there's there's little like animal sidekicks and little like child characters that I could see would like come bundled with like the full-size doll. Yeah, like, the little There's a horse that you that was almost certainly a, like a going to be a, a horse toy. This this is for selling toys. This feels like a Barbie movie where they sell the yes. toys. Very, very much so. Even like there's a transformation, like the girls get, the princesses get yeah. new dresses and stuff, which that's a very, very Barbie move. And yeah, yeah there's, there's a bit of a mystery around this movie, I think, where huh. I wonder if they had every intention to turn this into a doll line. Maybe they got started on the movie first while they tried to figure out specifics and then at some point decided the doll line wasn't going to be feasible and maybe the movie was so far along that they thought, well, let's just release it and finish it and then just, I don't know. That's interesting because, like, companies will scrap entire movies on a whim. Yes, as, as we, we have, have learned free- recently and throughout yeah. the years, 
companies will be like, oh, look, a whole, an almost complete film. Bin it. We don't care anymore. Yeah, so, fuck it. Tax write-off. Whatever. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I really... I, I really don't know what this It's very mysterious. Because for there to be nothing, it just... I, and the DVD, to even add to it too, the DVD has on the front, like, this is this is billed as the Princess Twins in their first adventure. So. Oh, I, yeah? I, they were planning on uh, a bunch of more of these, I guess? I guess they more had every. That, for the dolls that never came out? Yeah. Like, they had every hope at one point to do more of these movies. And. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's just such a mysterious thing. It might have been just a, a matter of maybe, like, com like uh, higher-ups in the company switching out or changing their minds or who knows. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but it is this weird. <laughs> it's It's kind of unfortunate that this one, I think, has flown under... The radar and i mean rightfully so as we'll get into it it's not like this is like an <laughs> yeah. amazing movie that everyone <laughs> needs to you know an un unheard of gem but yeah oh yeah it is, oh. this movie is just like so little known that there's just not a lot you know i don't know if we'll ever get the answers to some of these questions <laughs> if you have the answers anyone out there please yeah we need to know it would be fascinating just to get some tidbits about why was this just film like, made and what was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Like who, who, well, who and why, how, <laughs> what was the yeah. plan? Yeah. But it's, I like, here's the thing. It's not, it's not a good movie. It's just sort of <laughs> fine yeah but i could see as a as a like a little child i would have been fine watching this like it would have been all right yeah i i could agree to that i think there's there's like potential in in this movie there's some little things that i like that they often don't focus on um but yeah like this one had like it could have been with a bit more polish like an actual fun little film that maybe could have actually launched a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe could have actually driven some toy sales. Who knows? Yeah. I will say, a lot of the designs are fine. The mm. babies, because they, okay, they start out with these twin princesses as little babies. Oh, terrifying. Don't <laughs> yes. like them. Yeah. Don't like these babies. Don't Do like we... them at all. Are we, do we want to get into the summary and then we can get into the real meat and potatoes of this film? Oh, yeah, let's, let's go. Take, take us away to fucking Legendale, which is not a place in this film. Yes. <laughs> Only mentioned <laughs> in the title. All right. <laughs> let's get into the summary for the Princess Twins of Legendale. Once upon a time, King Soltar of the Day World was betrothed to Princess Doom of the Night World. 
However, Soltar, wanting to marry for love, ended up marrying a commoner woman from the land of the night, a beautiful woman named Luna. Princess Doom was furious, and in retaliation, she separated the two worlds from each other and declared herself the sole ruler of the night. Time passed, and one day, Luna gave birth to two twin girls, a blonde they named Dawn and a brunette they named Eve. Unfortunately, word about the princesses eventually got back to Doom. In the form of a giant spider, Princess Doom crept into Soltar's castle, attempting to kidnap the baby princesses. She was caught in the act by Luna, who tried to wrestle her children from Doom's grasp. In the struggle, Doom, Luna, and the princesses fell from the castle balcony. Luna perished in the fall, but Princess Dawn was found alive and well in her mother's arms. After many fruitless searches to find Eve, Soltar decided to never tell Dawn what became of her mother and sister, believing it would break her heart as it did his own. It was forbidden for anyone to talk about what happened, and all evidence of the night world was locked away in the castle dungeon. Fifteen years go by, and Princess Dawn is now a teenager. Dawn finds herself at odds with her father, who is extremely overprotective, not even allowing Dawn to leave the grounds of the castle. I'm sorry, Dawn, but I've told you many times how dangerous it is on the other side of that wall. Why can't I just see for myself? You'll see the world outside these walls soon enough. After her father refuses to answer her questions about her mother, Dawn vows to find the answer for herself. With the help of some elf friends, Dawn sneaks into the castle dungeon where she finds, among other things, half of a heart-shaped amulet. She also finds a portrait of her mother, showing that the amulet half once belonged to her. She presses her elf friends for answers, and they explain to Dawn that her mother came from the night world. The elves tell Dawn that they aren't sure what happened to the night world and its inhabitants, but legend says that the world of darkness still exists somewhere nearby. We then cut to Princess Doom's castle in the Night World, where we are reintroduced to Eve, who lives as Doom's indentured servant. Tell me, child, do I not feed you, give you a place to sleep, allow you to do chores for me? Yes, your royalness. Then why can you not do a simple task like feeding my sweet babies? But I did feed them. Then feed them again, foolish child! Eve longs to escape Doom, while at the same time feeling like she owes her her life, as Doom claims that she once saved Eve from the evil day creatures. Eve spends her days tending to Doom's castle, while on occasion sneaking out to visit with her friend Kylo. Back in the day world, Dawn angrily confronts her father about hiding her mother and the night world from her. After her father still refuses to talk to her, Dawn decides to run away. She journeys far from the castle and finds herself in a darkened wood. The amulet begins to glow, and it opens a path for Dawn into the land of the night. Dawn enters, but soon finds herself attacked by several of Doom's creatures. Luckily for her, she is saved by Kylo, who initially mistakes Dawn for Eve. Once they are safe, Kylo explains who Doom is, and more importantly tells Dawn about Eve and how they look exactly alike. Kylo convinces Dawn that the two should meet, and so he goes off to retrieve Eve while Dawn hides from Doom in his cave. Kylo finds Eve and excitedly tells her about Dawn. Before Kylo can convince Eve to go with him, 
He has to flee as Doom enters the room. Doom, having been told about Kylo saving Dawn from her creatures, lies to Eve, telling her that an evil day creature has invaded and that Kylo is in danger. I would love to help him, but I don't know where he lives. Oh, he lives in the grotto, behind the Vesper waterfall. Aren't you clever? I knew I could count on you. Lock her up! She served her purpose. <laughs> Before Eve is taken away, it's shown that Doom possesses the other half of the heart-shaped amulet. Doom arrives at Kylo's home, where she finds Dawn and eventually recognizes her as Soltar's daughter. Taking Dawn's half of the amulet, Doom orders Dawn to be locked up. Dawn is thrown into prison, into the same cell as Eve. The two sisters meet for the first time, and as they reach out to touch each other, their hands glow with magic. Just then, Kylo arrives at their cell window, and explains that Doom has used Dawn's amulet to return to the world of the day. The princesses manage to escape their cell when they hug for the first time, which causes an eruption of magic that blasts through the walls. Kylo gives the princesses his flying horse, and the two fly off to face Doom. Back in Soltar's castle, we see that Doom is forcing King Soltar to marry her in exchange for Dawn's safety. The ceremony begins, and we learn that the amulets are not only part of the wedding, but that they allegedly contain the most powerful magic of all, and that Doom not only hopes to marry Soltar, but join the amulets together and become sole ruler of both night and day. Before the wedding can be finalized, the princesses arrive. Soltar is ecstatic to see Eve alive and well, and apologizes to Dawn while thanking her for bringing Eve back. Doom, of course, is unmoved by the family reunion. She changes into her spider form, knocks out Soltar, and encases the princesses in a magic crystal. As Doom is attempting to harness the power of the amulets, it is revealed that, in fact, the power is not in the amulets, but within Dawn and Eve. When the hearts of day and night come together in love, the world is one. Inside the crystal, Dawn and Eve join hands. The crystal shatters, and the princesses emerge with glowing butterfly wings on their backs. They fly off to confront Doom, who has climbed to the tallest spire of the castle. Doom attempts to unite the amulets, but finds that nothing happens. When the princesses confront her, Doom tries to flee, but the castle begins to crumble beneath her. Eve extends Doom a hand, and Doom appears to accept it, but only so that she could attempt to drag Eve down with her as she falls. The castle gives way, and for a moment it seems as though the princesses are buried underneath the rubble. Fortunately, they escaped unharmed, though Doom wasn't so lucky. And so, the film draws to a close, with Dawn and Eve celebrating their birthday together. And from that day on, the two worlds were reunited, never to be divided again. The, the, the end. The end. The end. Uh, Ooh. Yep. <laughs> so it's, I mean. It, it's a movie. It sure is a film. It's yeah. very basic. Like there's basic? there's really nothing nothing new being brought to the table with this bad boy. 
No, and yet, in the execution, there's so many things that they fumbled that bother me, or yeah. that they just gloss over. Like, I mean, starting with the amulets, there's... You mean the magic MacGuffins that do nothing? Yeah, the magic MacGuffins that, for the majority of the movie... We don't even realize they're supposed to be magic MacGuffins. Um, which that almost, like, that could almost work. But it just, it, it, it's not really handled in a way that there's a moment of discovery. You have these amulets. You see, it's sort of set up where you see Luna, the mother, wearing the sun half of the amulet. Yeah. And... Eve, or sorry, Dawn finds it in the dungeon and she kind of takes ownership of it. And you see glimpses of uh, Doom has the moon half of the amulet. But it's not until Doom takes Dawn's half of the amulet away that it starts leading. Or no, okay. Actually, to go back, <laughs> you see the. The amulet, Dawn's amulet, it opens up the path to the night world. And so there's some magic there. But then, at the same time, we're told that there isn't magic in the amulets? Ah, uh, shrug. Well, it's, uh, I, it, I, maybe the magic is just, uh, like, it's just a conduit for the magic inside of Dawn and Eve. I'm assuming, I guess. I... Which I don't would know. make sense, fucking but hand then, wave. but then why does Doom have magic abilities? Because at first it almost seems like maybe it's coming from her staff. Yeah, that has the amulet in it. I don't know. Maybe it's just actually just magic that she has, because she but can it's... turn into a spider thing. Yeah, well, she so she can turn into a spider. We see in the beginning of the film that she is able to create this eclipse that after... Well, okay, so she separates <laughs> in order of appearance. This is a convoluted film. In order of appearance, she, number one, separates night from day. And then she brings an eclipse onto the day world and plunges it into darkness she then casts a sleeping spell over Soltar's castle so that she could get in and try and steal the princesses. And then, yeah, she has this ability to turn into a spider. And, but, so, like, there's all of this stuff that it makes it seem that Doom herself knows magic. Yeah. But at the end of the film, after she tries to join the amulets and nothing happens... Princesses come up and act like she's powerless because the amulets don't do anything. But Christy, then it's don't like... think too hard about it. Christy, don't <laughs> don't think about know. it. Don't think too hard about it. Listen, don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but this is this is the problem though, is that it's like are, <laughs> are the amulets magic or aren't they? Because they could they, have They totally are, but also they aren't. Don't but worry also about they it. aren't. But they, that's, yeah, so, like, in the better version of this film, you had the amulets should be the focus. You should be introduced to them earlier in the movie, or, like, at least hint towards their significance. And no, there's also, don't worry like, about it. No, it's important. I'm gonna worry about it. Because there's also, you see them, like, they're used in the wedding? 
So it seems like uh-huh. their purpose, their purpose was to unite the night and the day world together in harmony, maybe. And that I I don't know if it was supposed to be symbolic or like actual magic or some bullshit. But they're supposed to be used in the wedding. And so Soltar has his and Luna, or sorry, Doom has hers. So it's like, where did the amulets come from? Were they always in existence? Were they like these legendary amulets that like, I don't know, have, again, are they supposed to have power to them that each ruler of the respective world possesses? Uh, I don't know. uh, An excellent question. Next question. (laughs) <laughs> it's, yeah i know there's no again there, it's so it's so frustrating because it's like again like this is like this is a thing that would be in a better movie that would have an explanation uh-huh and it doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't in this film. you're expecting a lot from the twin princesses of legendale but it's so it's so you're... basic though <laughs> yeah but you're um, expecting a lot it's so it's oh. so basic have a magical MacGuffin each princess ha- you know like that could have been the climax to the movie is that they have to reclaim their amulets from doom isn't that part sh- of twitches don't the twitches have some kind of fucking magic necklaces too I'm trying to I remember they, but, I... no they do have the mag- They do have matching necklaces, but I can't remember if the necklaces were magical or if it was just in the twitches themselves. They might have just been like, I don't know. Once again, are these do these twins magic necklaces do anything? Yeah, who knows. It's it's funny cuz I I did think about twitches a lot while rewatching yeah. this one. Uh-huh. Um cuz one's th- night and one's day. Yeah, there's there's it's a, similar it's a whole vibe. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, similar vibe. Maybe that's I why they, like... they, they finished the movie and then they're like, someone was like, isn't this just Disney's Twitches? And they're like, fuck. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> God, that'd be so oh, funny. Oh, shit. We can't get in trouble with the mouse. Uh, uh, oh, just God dump it. it. Just put it just, in just HMV. release it quietly and don't, don't make a de- big deal out of it. Yeah, b- release it quietly to HMV where one day a woman named Kristen will buy it. <laughs> Legend says a woman will buy it and oh, put it on her podcast. The prophecy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I want to point out the the princess the the knight princess's name is Doom, but not spelled how you think. N- no, it's not D O O M. It's like Dune. It's D-U-M-E. It's yeah. very subtle, you see. It's spelled I, different. I was trying to Google it because all of the other, like, King Soltar, Sol for Sun, and then there's Dawn yeah. and and Eve, Eve and, Luna. and Luna. Yeah, it's all, yeah. But, the, but then there's Doom. And it's like, I was like, I, I was trying to look like, is Doom like a, 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 a thing for, like, night? or something and i could not find anything so i don't i don't know if it is just like they wanted her to be princess doom but they're like oh it's a little too on the nose if we spell it d-o-o-m i'm assuming that must be it but it's like come on 
trying to think of like like can we come up with like an old what's like a good like evil knight name? Doom. <laughs> All right, Wiktionary. All right, Wiktionary, give it to me. Uh, Doom is a word in Esperanto, which does not mean anything that has a. It means meanwhile for now. In contrast, uh, in Latin. Doom is the vocative singular of doomus, which means place full of brambles. Huh. That's uh, a bush or shrub. Um, no, it has nothing to do with space or, or the night or anything. Hmm. I mean, they could have, I know it's like cliche, but they could have named her like Celine, Celine or something. Celine? Yeah, something. Something to go with the naming scheme, but no, they were just like, she's evil, so she's doom, but don't spell it, don't, don't make it obvious. <laughs> no. Don't make it- Don't worry about all. it. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. And then, what, like, is, cause there's the court wizard, who's just mm-hmm. like a little magic man, and his name is Cassie. Is yeah. he supposed to be like Cassiopeia? Is that like I was a wondering constellation that. thing? Because he's kind of... Yeah, like, it's kind of, like, starry sky thingy. And that's kind of yeah. what... I don't know. I don't... It's hard to tell what's intentional or not sometimes in these films. <laughs> I That's Who another knows? thing. That, that's another thing with him, because he he shows up... In the in the beginning of the film, after the princesses are born, and when he sees that one is seemingly from the day world and one's from the night world, he starts talking about like, oh, this must be an omen or a prophecy that surely these two girls will reunite the night world and the day world together. And that's another thing that in any other movie, there probably would be some kind of prophecy that... Yeah. That you know, some way to like drop some exposition on us real easy like. And in this film again, it's never quite it just seems to be something that these citizens hoped. Again, just an like, oh, maybe yeah, and now we we've got these princesses, maybe things will work out. Yeah. Which like it's, fair. Yeah. Maybe it'll just I, work, it'll just work out. But fair, I you guess, know? but again, it's like a, a missed opportunity to have just like an easy <laughs> An easy narrative thing that you're not you're not doing anything groundbreaking, but you would at least like have like a tight, cohesive film. Listen, there's no time for tightening up the script. We have dolls to make and sell, except we didn't make or sell dolls. So yeah. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Again, that's don't worry just about such, it. That's such the puzzle with this film. I can see the <laughs> I can see the merch as I'm watching it. It really is. It is extremely, extremely blatant about how it's, like, there's a little, there's, the Princess Dawn has her two little elf friends that would be sold together, uh, and also their little dragon dog puppy, um, Mm -hmm. and then there's, there's a little magical fluffball bunny flying creature that she meets in Night World that's called Jibber, and you would get that in a pack for sure. Oh, Um, yeah. What's the name of the little boy child? Kylo. Kylo. 
which very funny this this movie does in fact predate star wars so that they had it first (laughs) i didn't even think of that that's amazing (laughs) that's the first thing i thought i was like kylo like kylo ren (laughs) and it's like no this movie came out two years before episode seven I did not think about that. That you know what? That would have been hilarious if if this doll line had like any any kind of legs. Like if they had made a Kylo doll, I wonder <laughs> if that that would have fucked things up for Disney because the copyright would have already been claimed. Oh, the trademark. Shit. Someone's already got awesome. the name Kylo. And then it would have been like a Ghostbusters versus the real Ghost Ghostbusters thing. <laughs> Kylo was honestly, I I liked, I usually don't like, annoy, like the two elf friends are extremely annoying and I hated every time they were on, on screen. Mm-hmm. Kylo was weird because he's like this little boy child with his, with little horns, but he's like not annoying. He feels like a fey creature, which is fun. He feels like he's like three centuries old, but acts yeah. like a child. And I'm like, this is actually, like, I don't mind this character. I was trying to figure that out because, yeah, like he said, he he appears physically to be a young child. And yet the way that he talks and, like, it's it's with a lot of, like, I don't know if they're actual Shakespeare quotes, but he, at, at some points, he's, like, waxing philosophically about stuff. Oh, I cannot bear to see you upset. Come, bitter conduct, come, unsavory guide, thou desperate pilot, now at once run on the dashing rocks, thy seasick, weary bark. He's being very poetic, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he he sounds like he's much older than he is. Yeah, and he, he also, like, lives by himself, and... So yeah, it does it does feel like he is meant to be this ageless being. But I, yeah. again, I I don't know if that's intentional or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's sort of the thing where it's like I don't know if this was an intentional and interesting character choice or if they just didn't write this child well. <laughs> Who knows. Yeah. But I like he was a character that I expected to fucking hate and didn't. So that was yeah. nice. Well, especially because when he you're first introduced to him, he uh he has drawn on like unflattering pictures of doom on the walls of the castle. And of course, Eve is upset because she's the one that has to clean that up before doom sees them. Yeah. And he also he actually like, he's kind of got like a maybe like a weird crush on Eve. Like he, he was trying to convince her to run away with him um, to like his secret hideout that Doom doesn't know about. Yeah. So he does, it seems like he's being set up to be this really obnoxious character that just exists to like, be like, haha, isn't it funny that he's got a crush on Eve. But after that point, like he actually like does a lot of good for the plot like he saves dawn from the 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 night creatures he like moves the plot along yeah he helps them bust out of prison and then he gives them the horse so that they could return to the day world yeah so he he feels and and who god only knows if if it was intentional but he actually feels like a weird little fey creature and that's kind of fun he also the horse 
bless yeah. it's hard to animate a horse it's hard to design a horse horses are fucking weird creatures but yeah. i actually kind of dig like it's because it's like a it's a flying horse it's got his little pegasus wings but it's not like big feathery bird wings it has almost like sort of insecty like bizarre looking wings and i kind yeah. of really like the design uh, on the on the wings of this strange horse creature yeah, like it's a, like a thin, slightly transparent membrane. Yeah, and then it's like its tail almost looks like three big feathers, but it also kind of looks like weird scales. Yeah. It's it's a neat sort of little creature. I, yeah, I like, like it... the combination of this horse and this weird fae child. Mm hmm. They're the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Nah, well. I mean, there's... The bar is set There's pretty not a low. lot of competition. No. Yeah. <laughs> God. I, they're, they're only the best part because of my headcanon of this of this ageless yeah. uh, little, little fake creature, pretty much. Yeah, well, and again, like, we have no idea if that was the actual intention or not. So for all we know, he is just supposed to be, like, some... Just, like, a An weird obnoxious child. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're you're right though in that the Dawn's elf friends were just like honestly, like they feel very unnecessary to the plot. Like the only yeah. reason why I included them in the summary is because they they are the ones that tell Dawn about the night world and explain that part to her. But I I feel like you almost you could have given that role to some other character or maybe there's like I don't know, maybe there's books in the dungeon that Dawn is able to read, and that's where she learns about the night world. Yeah. Uh, it's... Like, just give her the weird little dragon dog, and then cut yeah. out the two annoying elf friends who are... They act like an eight-year-old and a five-year-old sister kind of things, because they're always, like, bickering with each other in the background of scenes, and I'm like, this is annoying. I don't care for these characters or and they're not doing anything with the plot they're just annoying why are they here yeah. i did sucks. i i <laughs> laughed at i laughed at the end because uh as like the wedding is taking place i i guess they get roped in to be like the flower girls and they're talking amongst themselves like we have to do something to stop the wedding and before like they could do anything um one of dooms is like dooms lieutenant like just stops them and is like too bad <laughs> yeah, he's like, you were. You thought you were gonna have a point in this scene? No, no, fuck, fuck you. We're, we're doing this wedding, and I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of respect the film for that. Like, fuck it, no. <laughs> we're not. We don't. No more shenanigans. Yeah. Again, again, in a competent movie, they would do something to help stall the wedding to give uh -huh. Dawn and Eve time to get there. But no, fuck it. Nah, fuck it. No. Don't don't worry about it. God. I re regarding the wedding, I kind of I I sort of liked how in this film the king is the one being blackmailed into marriage because I feel like it's usually a trope that you see applied to women. Um yeah. Like Belle from Beauty and the Beast is a recent example where you know Gaston is trying to threaten her into marriage and 
usually it's like there's some kind of bad guy and the hero has to save his beloved from the bad guy. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to like see that trope applied to a dude and him having to get rescued by his daughters. Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. I hadn't considered that, but yeah, that's true. I also did kind of just like the weird pettiness of Doom where this guy rejected her 15 years ago and she has apparently been waiting for this day for the last 15 years where she finally gets to actually marry him even though he wants nothing to do with her. Like, she's into the wedding. Like, she is laying it on thick when they're going through their vows. Yeah. Queen Doom? Repeat after me. This amulet I give you as a sign of our abiding love. This amulet I give you as a sign of our abiding love. <clears throat> Your Highness. Yes. This amulet I give you as a sign of our abiding love. <laughs> Damn. Like, she wants to- She Jesus. does want- She does want to rule the world, and it seems like that is her priority, but also, she's very happy to be finally getting the wedding that she wants. I'm- and I'm really baffled. I guess, going back, circling once more back to the whole uh, magic amulet thing. She has both halves. So she has yes. both halves. And then she gives one of the halves to the king guy to, like, to soul dance, whatever, uh, to, to do the marriage ceremony. And then takes it back from him and is like, now I have the power. It's like, you already had, you had that. You didn't even yes. finish the ceremony. It is, this doesn't make, nothing happened. Exactly. Why this is, is why. Why does it matter now? This is why you need to establish the rules about the amulet, because <laughs> if it was just a matter of joining the two pieces together, she could have done that as soon as she got the amulet half from from Dawn. But then it it makes it seem as though she needs Soltar to willingly, like, I don't know, exchange vows or something to, like, uh, yeah. activate the mat- maybe- but then he doesn't. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I know. She, she, like, very dramatically, she climbs up to the tallest bit of the castle. And she's like, now I shall join the amulets and be all powerful. And, and dick all happens. Yeah. It's like, where is my uh, power? I don't fucking know. You could turn into a spider. That's a good question. We, yeah, we don't know either. Right now, you look like a horrifying spider beast. Yeah. I guess that's not power. Yeah, I, I don't get. Oh, fucking no. Oh god. Can we can we talk about um Luna a bit and her demise? Yeah. This was like I, mean, I, I don't know if there's much to say. I just, I want to highlight it because it's such a, it's a weird moment in this film where, I don't know, I kind of like, I, like, I, I'm kind of impressed that they went there, but again, it's like, obviously, 
they don't know how to handle it because well first off like her it's not shot in the clearest way so it's a little confusing like she goes over the side of the castle and yeah, then there's, like, there's there's three frames of her wrestling like her actually grabbing dawn out of uh doom's arms and then they all and then all of them fall off the castle yeah and it, it all happens very quickly and then immediately after like soltar bursts in just too late a little too late to stop anything and then like two seconds after that cassie comes in with dawn in his arms and he's just like yes she she was found in in luna's arms i'm sorry and like nobody says outright that luna just fell to her death yeah <laughs> but you're just I, mean, I guess to... it's inferred it's for children no one wants yeah. to say she died on impact yeah but at the same time tower. like that almost makes it weird that they chose like such like a dramatic and violent death for luna at all, only to have to then tap dance around it and distract the children. Because, like, they immediately... It's not on like, screen, so, you know. No, it's not, but it's, again, it's just like that... Like, like why like why do that at all? Like, you could have had... I don't know, like, written it some other way that it wasn't quite so... Yeah, I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's... it's it's just weird to me. It just feel again. It feels like they they wrote this dramatic death into the script, but then went ooh shit. Like we don't want again. We don't want to acknowledge it. Uh, okay, let's move on. Like let's have the king's focus be trying to find Eve and and nobody nobody acknowledge that Luna is dead. <laughs> just just uh, it's inferred. Go, go go go. Focus. Don't worry focus. about it. Go 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 go. Focus. We got other things. Ooh, yeah. shiny. Look over here. Haha, <laughs> look. Uh <laughs> They have to go find Eve. Yeah. Have to they have to use 2D animation to distract you. I like the 2D little like bits in this mm -hmm. were nice. Like the designs the designs yeah. work really well in 2D. <laughs> I dare like I dare say they work better in 2D. Oh, like much better in 2D. They, like they they have they open with like the king and doom and showing them in 2D. And then you like it shows like he marries Luna and then Doom has a whole monologue that I completely forget now, but then her like 3D model comes up in front of of the thing and you're like, "Oh, that's ooh, that's what you look like in 3D?" You look yeah. really cool and sick in 2D, and then you that's what you look like in 3D. Okay. Right. Yeah, it it feels like a step oh. down. Like, she definitely, it looks yeah. cooler and more unique in the 2D world. And then when you see the very generic 3D version of her. I feel like maybe the 3D version was made more generic because that would have been what the toy looked like. Yeah, that's probably... probably closer to what the toy would have looked like if they made the toys. Yeah. God, um, you know, e but even yeah, having... The, 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 like, little two... Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, the little 2D bits looked really nice. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wish they could have fit 
more of that into the movie or honestly like if the entire movie was 2d but i'm, I'm sure that probably would have been way beyond their budget yeah, oh yeah uh a lot of the effects are 2d actually yeah kind of neat like a lot of their special effects like sparkling sparkles and stuff like that and even some fire now and then it's all done in 2d which looks really neat honestly yeah it kind of unintentionally it gives it like a little extra like i don't know pizzazz that's very yeah. cute yeah what else hey what was jibber i i don't quite know it's just sort of a little mascot character it's I'm like not a little fucking weird mouse. Here's, so here's here's creature. the weird the weird thing. Using my extensive knowledge of the Barbie movies, this is like uh-huh. a, this is yet another misstep. You already kind of mentioned earlier that it should have been that the the little dragon puppy thing should have just been Dawn's pet because yeah, that's the, very like. The, the the packaging should have been Dawn with the little dragon thing, and then Eve with with Jibber. Yeah, Jibber should have been that, those, yeah Eve's pet, but yeah Jibber Dawn meets Jibber, and then I don't think I don't remember a single moment where Jibber interacts with Eve ever. Yeah, I don't think so. It's yeah, so that that was like another misstep. It should have been Eve, even Jibber. <laughs> And then, I don't know, like, because, again, that's just a very, like, Barbie-esque thing that each each Barbie girl has to have the tie-in pet. Yeah. The, the little lump of plastic that comes in with the doll. <laughs> that was always my favorite part when I got, when I got the doll. Yeah. You get, like, the li- weird little creature that comes with it. Or dog. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Always the dog with like the giant head and tiny body. Yeah, <laughs> the littlest pet shop style creature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was fun to like again, like all of like the thinking about what the toy line would have been for this one. You probably would have had like a castle playset where like half of it was like sun themed and half was moon themed. Oh, absolutely. The princesses, like, you would get, like, their base, like, their normal outfits. But then you'd also have, like, the two-pack where they've got their butterfly wings. Oh, yeah. Man. That- the, the, the toy line <laughs> is, like, I can see it. I can see it on the shelves of the Toys R Us where I once worked. Yeah. In another Thankfully universe... Thankfully wasn't working there in 2013, but you know what I mean. God, yeah. It could have been there. In another universe, maybe this this actually, you know, became a thing. And there was at least, like, one or two more Princess Twins movie. (laughs) (laughs) On on the note of the butterfly wings, the the, the bit in the beginning where after the princesses are born, where for some reason Cassie, the royal wizard, decides... Just, I don't know, I guess just to, like, demonstrate that he's magic or something? Oh, yeah. He, like, he gives two infants fucking wings to let them fly around for a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking great plan, Cassie. These literal, these literal newborns, like, it's implied that although they are very, like, 
not newborn like they're holding their heads up and they're acting like toddlers they're acting like like (sighs) six-year-old babies I, i need to tell you something yes and i need to tell you this just as a general thing Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite tropes, one of my absolute most hated least favorite tropes, is hyper-intelligent baby. Yes. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why. It feels terrible to me when that's a character. I don't, I couldn't tell you why, but it's like, and this is a complete side tangent just for 30 seconds here. Raya mm-hmm. the, and the Last Dragon I enjoyed that film. I fucking hated that baby. I didn't care. <laughs> I hated the the baby and the little monkeys because I'm like, I hate a hyper-intelligent baby character. This is... Yeah. I hate this. Why is I, this no, here? I, I'm with you. I I think it's... it's Number one, it's an overused trope. And I think number yes. two, um, like my my nephew, my little nephew, having watched him grow up it really <laughs> highlights just how incorrect these, like, little babies are in this film. Like, for, like, the first, like, six months of his life, he just laid there. And he... Yeah, that's like, what babies do. If you're a baby and you can't say words, you can't do much. Yeah, it was it was a big deal if you went over there to visit and he had his eyes open. Because otherwise he's yeah, just, if he like, was awake. sleeping. yeah. So for these babies, on what's implied to be, like, their day of birth, they're already, like, like, waggling around and, like, doing very, like, they, so they fly around the room, and then, uh, Dawn's little baby butterfly wings pop, and, and- For some reason. Fuck yeah, for, for some reason, and everybody, all the parents, like, are just watching this, and they gasp in horror, but don't do anything to help their child. So Eve- the little baby Eve has to fly and swoop and, and save her sister at the last minute. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, that's too much. That's too much for these little babies. <laughs> these babies were presumably just born. Also, Luna looking great for having just yes. given birth to two giant fucking headed babies. Yeah, she's walking around like nobody's business. <sighs> Not a care in the world. God. Oh, they're, they're Lord. already they could play patty cake together. Oh yeah. That it's, they come down and they give their their parents each a little smooch on the head. Yeah. Hyper intelligent babies. I hate it. It's a it's a trope that I hate for no good reason. <laughs> There's no reason for my hatred of this. I think I I but I do. Enough. I really despise it. Yeah. The the princess is playing patty cake together. For some reason, that's the one moment of this film that really stuck with me. After today, <laughs> I forget. I forget the last time I watched it because their animation. I imagine that they animated it once and then just duplicated the animation for the other. Oh God! Yeah, princess. they just have a loop of it. Yeah, but the 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 loop is off like it's not timed right so that when they clap like you're supposed to clap each other's hands and uh-huh. it, it's fucked up the timing is <laughs> fucked up so sometimes the princess they clap they just clap the 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 air but you still hear the clap sound <laughs> it's great 
They didn't want it to be so obvious that they just copy-pasted the anim from one character to another, so they offset it, but they failed to realize that offsetting and changing the timing would mean that sometimes they didn't actually match up. And then when they yeah. realized, they were like, oh, well, no one's gonna oh, care. It. Yeah, but I care. I care too much. <laughs> we care. We 30-plus-year-olds... 30, 30 <laughs> Yeah, 30 plus year olds Nerds probably, from like, the internet have some things to say. We, like, one of, like, maybe 30 people who have actually watched this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, man. God. I get it, though. Sometimes you just gotta be like, it's, you know, it's done. Or it'll yeah. go into dailies and the, uh, the, the director will take a look and be like, yeah, that looks all right. And you're, you're looking at it like, no, no, they're not. They don't match up. And the director's like, yeah, it's fine. And you're like, all right. Okay. I, yeah. I'm not, the, I don't have, I don't have time to go back and fix that. And if you're not calling it out, I'm not going to call it out. So yeah, yeah. We'll just go. Director says it's fine. So fuck it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. God. I have had those shots. Yeah, you you relate very. Sometimes much. I'll be like, do, "Do you want me to go back in and and fix that up?" And uh, uh, they're sometimes they're like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even notice." Yeah, go back and fix that and re resend it in. But sometimes they'll be like, "Eh, that's fine." I'm like, yes. oh, "Okay, <laughs> all cool. right, cool, 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 cool." I mean, that's fine with me then. Yeah. Secrets of the animation world. Sometimes you just go, eh, "That's good enough." Yeah, yeah, it's, well, and especially, <laughs> like, we've we've kind of touched on this before, but sometimes with animation, there's a lot of overtime on these projects, you gotta crank shit out, and so if your director t gives you that green light to fucking move on to the next shot that you gotta rush and get shit done, you're like, okay, fine, fuck it. Yeah, oh gosh, pretty much. I, I would like to, to go to sleep sometime this week, so sure, it's fine. <laughs> And to to be clear, I have no idea. Like, the studio that did this, I couldn't find a studio. So I don't know who worked on this. Like, there's obviously the credits and the, the people who are in there are credited. I didn't look up any of the names, but I also didn't recognize any. Uh, but, like, I have a feeling it was probably just, like, a smaller studio that just got hired to work on this. And, yeah. you know, they did their best with what they had. And yeah. I no sh no shade from me, you know. No, no, and honestly, like for what it is, which obviously there, you know, it's hard to say what kind of budget there was, but I can't imagine it was particularly large. Like, really, the patty cake thing is the only moment of like <laughs> bad animation I can really think of. Like, it's d not like Pixar or Disney level, but. It's like decent, you know. Yeah, we've seen like we've it's, seen it's, much worse. We sure have. It's a solid fine. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. definitely there's some moments where I question the editing. Um, yeah, there's times I made a note about halfway through where I'm like, "How is a movie dropping frames? Like, how how do I feel <laughs> like I don't have enough fucking." My computer's not strong enough to run this cutscene, except it's a film <laughs> that I'm watching. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
So that's that's definitely happens a few times in this film where I'm like, why is why does this feel stuttery? Yeah, <laughs> what happened yeah. in the in the uh, like finalizing rendering process for this film that something happened and the frames are gone? <laughs> what, what, how did the? But I mean that happens. It's a technical foible. Uh, yeah. Shrug. Well, and again, it's it's kind of like what you said about some of the animation foibles maybe maybe they didn't really have the ability to re-render they didn't have the time or the processing power to to do another render of the scene to try yeah. and fix it yeah yeah God. But there's definitely a few points where it's like i think the one design element that mm-hmm. i will say was that that I don't like is on the princesses on their eyes instead of giving them the thing with a lot of like simple CG characters if you don't want to put actual like eyelashes eyelashes on them is you put like a sort of like plane like a sort yes. of flat thing that sort of mimics a line of eyelashes these two characters have three spider legs like coming from each eye yes, eyelid yeah. like they're just three points and they look like three horrible little spider legs coming off of each eyeball that was not a good design choice i'll just come out and say that <laughs> yeah no and and <laughs> in my now opinion that-, that was awful now, now that you mentioned it too, I remember there was at least one instance where I think it was like a close up of Dawn's face or Eve's face uh-huh. as she was talking to Doom that you could see. I think it like the eyelash, the lower lid eyelashes were clipping into her cheek mm. as she like frowned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, it's it's yeah it. So like that's it was, <laughs> when they're it was... when they're babies, they have full like a full geometry eyelash. They gave the babies eyelashes, but these yeah. poor teenage girls just have the horrible little spider legs coming out of their <laughs> eyelids. <It's> terrible. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't know what an <laughs> interesting design choice. They must have must have been like different people making the baby models to the human model or the human models the I, the adult models. the humans you know <laughs> yeah uh, i mean the babies are kind of alien looking they oh they're freaky i do not like <laughs> them that's you know what i that's i'll add that on to your your talk about um uh intelligent babies hyper intelligent babies uh huh I've, I, again, maybe because I've seen my nephew up close now, <laughs> people, people are always weird with how they draw newborn babies in films or like uh-huh. the baby, the baby always looks like they're already like a year old. Oh yeah. Well, cause if they actually made them look like a newborn, they can't do anything. No, so but a like, newborn in a film is like a one year old child. It's yeah. a one-year-old little toddler. Because, like, if you made a newborn baby look like a newborn baby and act like a newborn baby, all it would do is lay there and cry. Yeah. But it, but it's, like, like in, a, in Tangled, even, you see the little baby Rapunzel. And she, first off, she has, oh, like, yeah. 12 inches of hair on her head already. 
Well, that's, that's a plot point, so. Yeah, again, it's magic, so it's <laughs> kind of forgivable. Yeah. But, like, the the baby I remember, like, the one that sticks out to me that, like, had the look correct was Riley in uh, Inside Out. Oh. Because you see, like, the little, like. I don't like, remember that, but I believe you. It just, it has, like, newborn babies kind of look like weird little, like, um, you know, like, the little shrunken, he- shrunken head apples? kind of like that (laughs) yeah they look like a weird little red raisin yeah and it just like it's not like like, yeah they're they're just like they're usually like they're kind of scrunch face and like it's not like i don't know i i know it's not like as aesthetically pleasing as like a slightly Uh older baby but it is just like i don't know there's something Maybe it's just my nephew was particularly cute at that age. But, like, he's a, <laughs> he is a cute little apple baby. Yeah. They, like, they're little scrunchy little little creatures. Little yeah. weird little human things. And, like, they have their own sort of charm. But they don't yeah. look like if you, if you draw a baby, you're not going to draw a little scrunched raisin. Is no. the thing. It but it's just so. like it it just feels yeah, like know. people will draw like a nine year old's head and stick it on a little tiny baby body and it's just weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 terrifying. The also oh, that was another problem with the with the two little elf friends. Is that yeah. like the older of the elf friends has like a head that matches her but like she looks like a fourteen year old or something, like a like a thirteen a a child a preteen maybe her face looks a little old but then you look at like the little one that's supposed to be like five years old and she she has an adult head on her body and it's terrifying yeah, yeah it's just weird and it, and again it the kind of it gives you like this confusion about what like are you supposed to be are you also supposed to be like an ageless fae yeah are you are you an ageless fae creature too or yeah no I don't know. They just like they made Who they knows? made the older sister, and then they cut and paste her face onto the smaller sister's body. Yeah, just like shrunk Almost. the limbs a bit. Another thing I want to talk <sighs> about the whole the uh-huh. the the world of Eternal Night and the world of Eternal Day thing is very glossed over in this film, and That's it's magic, but it's. <laughs> It's so, like, that's such a huge thing that, like, could you imagine if, like, because I know there's, like, place, there's places in the world that certain times of the year, they they don't see any sunlight for, like, months at a time. Yeah, the, the, they, it's, like, way, way up in, in, on the poles. Yeah. You get, like, months where there's no sunlight and months where there's no nighttime. Yeah, and that I can only imagine. Yeah, imagine if that happened overnight. Like you were a society of people <laughs> that you were used to having night and day cycles, and then all of a sudden, the evil night lady decides to take night away, and now it's just eternally day. Oh. Like that would like yeah. Like that that would have such repercussions on the society and they never like really bring it up at all. Well, that's not the focus of the film. They don't have time for that, Christy. 
They no, don't. It, there is no, there is no thought to that. That's that's going way, way, way deeper than than anything they want to touch on on this. There, that the whole night and day thing is really <laughs> immaterial. But, it could have been anything. But that feels like that could have all also been its own movie. Just somebody is like, I don't know. You know, like, it's kind of like in the Lorax movie, how the one kid learns about trees, and then he's like, I gotta, like, bring the trees back to impress this girl. But it's like... No, I never did see the Lorax. It's... average. <laughs> All I know is the one slur. Yeah, the and Tumblr that's only sexy because I, I was on... T- <laughs> that's only because I was on Tumblr at the time. Yeah, oh, oh my god, you saw it. You were in the... You were fighting in the trenches for that one. I, I and I hadn't even seen the movie. I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> Why is everyone shipping the Onesler with himself? What's happening?" <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How could you forget it? I forgot. Probably repressed it. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that part. Oh, oh my god. Oh, Tumblr. Honestly surprising that he didn't win the Tumblr Sexy Man Award. Who who won Tumblr Did Sexy you... Man? Uh, it was, at the end, it, the final was uh, Regan Arataka from Mob Psycho 100 versus Sans Undertale. Oh my god. And Sans did wind, uh, Sans wound up winning by like 0.1%. It was I, a heated you... battle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. I wonder, oh. I wish, can you, I, I wish we could compare that voter turnout to like the last few elections. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it would be, it would be much higher. Well, there's, there was no geographical, uh, that's true. Anything. Can you imagine if like we ever had to like elect a president of earth and it was just like an oh, open, God. open vote. Like there'd be, oh my God. Just an open vote on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just a Good. poll. Twitter runs a poll. Who's the next Earth president? Who is like, oh, that'd be kind of, who, <laughs> we would find out very quickly who, like, the, the world's Tumblr sexy man is. Oh, God. Oh, so, no. Somebody please, like, send me a list of people you would vote for as the world's sexy man. I need to know. You can send those right to Christy. I don't need yeah. to know. No, so tag Brie. Make sure to tag Brie on Twitter as well. No. Yeah. I'm good. Brie has to ver. I need Brie to verify which ones are legit sexy men. Because I, I feel like there's uh, there's criteria that I, I'm forgetting. Like, what constitutes a Tumblr sexy man? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just look at the bracket that was on... on- on t- uh, Twitter for the poll. All right, I'll have to for the showdown, and you can just see who the- who was on there. Okay, I'm good. I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> oh God! Live live reaction on the podcast. Oh God! God, I feel so old. I don't recognize so many of these people. <laughs> did you find? Did you find the? Uh... I'm I'm finding some. There's Wheatley from Portal Two, Almond Cookie from Cookie Run. There's the cat from Animal Crossing. 
<laughs> Megamind was on there. Oh, I should have guessed oh. Megamind. Oh, Loki. Oh, uh, yes, Loki. Oh, I don't know some of these, too. Jack oh, Skellington. God. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. So long. <laughs> Bill Cipher. That makes sense. Beetlejuice from the Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Octopus. <laughs> From Five Nights at Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is just. I just. I don't know what's worse. Just like finding out who Tumblr considers a sexy man. This is terrible. Why? Harrowbrine from Minecraft. Slender Man? What? A Slender Man? Oh. Come on, man. He didn't you know. Poor, poor Slender Man didn't even win his round. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <coughs> the Onesler the once lost in the first round to Megamind. I mean that's that seems that's that's a very hard choice to make. But I I feel like wow. they chose right. I got a side with Megamind. <laughs> if anybody wanted, if anybody needed oh. to know my preference, <laughs> this is this makes. Do you know what this? Honestly, I mostly feel very <laughs> old and out of touch. Like I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Oh, <laughs> like there's just there's like there's oh. Well, thank you for joining us in this. Yeah, sorry. The where what were we fucking talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right. This fucking movie. That's how you know oh, how good God. this how good this movie is. That we took like a five minute excursion for me to look up Tumblr sexy men. <laughs> Do you think would who would the king qualify as a oh. Tumblr sexy man? Oh God, no, no. He's voiced no. by, by Gary Chalk. That probably counts True, for something. True, he is. I, I was impressed that Optimus Primal was here. Yeah. And Rat Trap as well. Scott, Scott yeah. McNeil is uh, Cassie. Scott McNeil is in there a couple times. Yeah, a few different characters. Ugh, Scott McNeil. Rat Trap. He was mean to me at a, at a convention once, so. Was he? Oh, Whenever I hear man. him now, I'm like, man. Aw. <laughs> it was Man. it was just he made I tried to get okay so this is yeah this is like 15 years ago I was yeah. I was very I was in high school and I had my sketchbook full of angsty drawings and mm -hmm. he was at our local convention and I asked him for his autograph and he was like oh a sketchbook can I look inside and I was like oh huh, uh, sure and he did and then he started he made fun of my drawings <laughs> Aww. And I was like, I am so embarrassed. 
and then he signed my sketchbook and i left very quickly oh i'm sure he wasn't trying to be like really cruel no it was very much a like oh <laughs> yeah one, one of those things where he probably thought that it was all in good fun but like yeah, yeah. as something you weren't number one we're not prepared to really show to somebody yeah i i've had those too like those drawings where you're just like i'm working through some shit with this drawing yeah and somebody sees that it's like a very like oh no I've laid I've laid bare my soul on this piece of paper of a person being sad up against a wall in a hoodie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aw. And then someone saw it, and then oh. he laughed, and, I was and like, it was rat trap. Oh. It was fucking silver bolt from fucking <laughs> fucking beast wars was laughing at me, and I left. <laughs> <laughs> Which somehow makes it scarred worse. for life. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, unfortunately, that is what that is what I hear. Like every time, every time I hear him now, and like that memory comes rushing back, and I'm like, I would like to not have this. This was this was 15 oh, no. plus years ago. This was almost 20 years ago. I can't. Please leave me alone. Memories <laughs> of the past. <laughs> Oh, no. And it's like one of those memories that the harder you try and forget, the more you remember. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> it's fine. God. Oh. God. Those formative I... teenage memories. Yeah, yes. There, just just to name a few other um, voice actors, uh, Nicole Oliver voices Prin princess doom and i had to look her up because her voice was familiar but i couldn't place it mm -hmm. but she played uh princess celestia in my little pony oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey there's some princesses that we uh that i forgot are princesses oh fuck That's a lot I of princesses of in those pony movies Oh, yeah. you know what? Like that does that does make it so that all of the My Little Pony movies are up for grabs on this podcast. Oh shit! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Did not even think of that, huh? Because <laughs> Twilight isn't Twilight Sparkle of a princess? Yeah, she I gets guess? made into a princess in know. one of the seasons. Yeah, I guess I, it's been a long time since I've actually watched. Because it was yeah. back when it was first coming out. I think I watched a couple episodes of it here and there. And I was like, this is really cute. And then the fandom went, like, exploded. And I'm like, I'll watch this later. And then I did. Yeah. But I did watch a good, like, a chunk of it. And it was cute. And I yeah. would be down to watch those films. I don't know. Sure. Fuck it. I haven't seen any of the, because there's the films where they, yeah, like, they become human and go to high school. Oh, yeah. And I, I so, guess. Might be something good in those ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've 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 unlocked a whole new avenue of, of movies. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any other oh. notable voice actors in this one though? Oh, they're uh yes. Uh oh god, I scrolled down. <laughs> Swinging back. There was a Lelania Lindbergh, who voiced Bulma in some of the earlier seasons of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yeah, and, and she voices Dawn. 
Nice. Yeah. And then I was trying to figure out, because, like, like, let me double check IMDb. If she Okay, so she also, she voices Dawn and Eve. That's what I, I thought, because oh, they, okay. they yeah. basically sound, they're exactly the same. The same. trying to think, what oh. else for this movie? You could tell that, like, <sighs> this, I mean, at, after, like, the last, like, 15 minutes of tangents, <laughs> there's not a ton <laughs> to this movie. Yeah, there's um, just not a lot. What am I, uh, let me double check all my notes. Uh, yeah. The 2D looked way better. Uh, bro, you gave infants the power of flight. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. God, these are ugly babies. Oh, the eyes on the dragon dog fucking freaked me the fuck out. That was <laughs> a design choice they made. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of like, sometimes you see those little gremlin dogs that have like weirdly human eyeballs and you're like, huh. oh, <laughs> why okay, can't you yeah, see yeah. my soul, little dog? Like, and that's oh, sort of like- what it made me think of. Are you like a human cursed to be a dog? Like what happened here? Yeah, it's a little little <laughs> cursed human. Yeah. Uh Um, we've already hit that. Why are they eating whole fish at um at breakfast? <laughs> There's a scene where Dawn and the king are sitting down to have fucking breakfast and on their plate is the whole fish. With the eyes and every, it doesn't even look cooked. It looked like it was plucked out of a lake and put yeah. on their plate. Somebody just like needed, mm. like, I need you to model like fish or some kind of food for their breakfast. <laughs> and they're like, I got you. I got you covered. And then they just get like the, the dailies back and there's just this fish line on the plate. Just a, just a whole uncooked fish. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think the only, the only other thing that I have is that I wish that they had played up Eve being distrustful of day creatures because it's something that could have given her a bit of character and I think it would have been interesting if there was some kind of conflict with her and Dawn because they meet and like by that point in the movie there's like 20 minutes left so they gotta get shit on the go so they can't have a moment of conflict and and even just a moment of distrust but yet we're kind of given these like like suggestions that Dawn or Eve has spent her life being told by Doom that the humans are day worlders are evil and that she has to be careful or they're gonna get her. And yeah. like I could see uh Dawn not having that sort of reaction because like she she they were literally like no one told her that it existed her whole life, but Eve has been growing up hearing stories about how evil everyone from the day world is but don't don't worry about it yeah <laughs> she's fine. yeah don't worry about it and and again it's like that i feel like they maybe should have met earlier in the film like twitches did this right where they reunited the sisters early on in the movie so that we could get their conflict and the resolution yeah prior to them having to deal with the big bad but there again was no time in this film not gotta, at all you gotta meet you gotta hug it out, and then you gotta go save your dad, all in the span of 20 minutes. Yep. Get a, get a fucking move on, we don't have much time left in this film. Yeah, yeah. You just blasted a hole through the prison wall, don't ask, just get on the horse and fly. It was magic. Mm-hmm. Fly away. Go, 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 go. 
Go, 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 you'll figure it out later. Oh. Yeah, I think that's gonna be it. I don't really have any other notes, yeah. I think, worth bringing up for this one. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, this is probably... Would you recommend this for a movie night? it with something else yeah this is not this is not a highlight or a feature film to show at a movie no night. this is a, a this palette is, cleanser this is either a, a ramp up if you're getting people hyped and getting like people are still arriving and you're waiting to get to the main event or it's like you're kind of done and people are falling asleep yeah yeah this is not a main event this is either a, a an opening act or or you don't care and you're just throwing it on. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Alright, well, I think that is gonna be it for this one, all. So if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you could feel free to email us at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. We will be posting clips of this movie up on our Twitter, which you could find at Bad Princess MOV. And if you would like to peruse the catalog of Bad Princess Movies, you can look that up at badprincessmovies.com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks. And I hope you all get your own magical, weird fucking sidekick in, in your plastic display case. Yes, I hope you too find a mysterious <laughs> twin sister who you didn't know exists that when you hug, things explode. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening! Yeah. Bye! Trying, some, trying something new with the outro. Yeah, we Tied did it. back to the film! Yeah, yeah we got good it! Good job! We figured it yeah. out! It took us three years! <laughs> We, we didn't, but it's close enough. We're getting there. Woo! Woo. All right. <laughs>